Hey, kid, we're going to say some stuff, and uh, your parents will be real upset with us if they hear you repeating it, so scram. Get out. All right, on with the program. Yo, it's Sketch, and we are back. A dinosaur story. It's time for our second arc, and there's no time to waste, so take a break from your evening of working on multiple things at once, only to catch up on the other three things you need to do, and then you can finally do the multitude of things you actually want to do. But for now, how about you sit back and join us in Avoidant Reality. I'm Ghosty, and I'm playing Clint. Clint, <clears throat> the intern, is on the path, the upward mobility road to becoming an employer, one of the most badass bosses that ever did do. But there are some obstacles that seem to be in his way. Other employers, his employees, weird centipedes, who knows what will come next, but... With tax day around the corner, Clint is extremely excited. Remember, I rolled that D6 and I got a 6 on confidence, so I just kept going with it. Next. Please. I'm Aaron and I'm playing Wick. He's this grumpy lunar lizard. He's not very sociable or polite to people. He hates the way everything is like a commercialized product now. I guess in some sense he's a bit of a hippie. But he dresses more like a uh, punk, a bit on the goth side, I think. Okay, I'm Simon. I'm playing Robert the Tomato. He's a funky little Edenite, a plant housed in a robot shell. And Robert is uh, very affectionate and inspired by Atlas and was helped by Atlas in the past. And now he just made it his life's mission to try and. Tell everyone about how great Atlas is and how we should all strive to be as generous and helpful as Atlas. And recently he just met Atlas again and he was very excited about that. So that's what Robert is all about. I'm Kevin. I play a little crab man who lives in a little crab mech. He can turn the mech into whatever he wants. He's also very uh, crabby. Yes, if it's beneficial to the mission, then he will help out. But aside from that, he tends to have this kind of arrogance of, I can do this whole mission myself. And he's probably correct. I'm Cassie, and I play Meredith, who is a giant ferret. That's about it. Now, Meredith is a tinkerer and like a burglar on the side. There's, yeah, there's that. Yeah, a little tinker shop. And yeah, that's it. So I'm going to say, if you want to tell everyone about your new skills that you got in your level up, you can do so, or you can keep them to yourselves as oh. a surprise. Mine will come soon enough. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can go ahead. Robert now has uh, ability rotten to the core. So that means after he's thrown a tomato at a character and then throws a second tomato at them, this one will damage them. Because just one tomato will give them disadvantage on their next roll, just be a bit of a hindrance. But second tomato, now that one's gonna give a bit of damage. damage. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Because <laughs> if you're really properly heckling someone on a stage, one tomato's not enough. You need the second one. <laughs> Very true. And he also has Atlas's Blessing. And once Robert is past three life force spent, he gets the opportunity to, once per scene, ask Atlas a yes or no question, which Atlas has to answer honestly in a full sentence. But if invoked during a combat, it will cost an action. Cool. Cool. Uh, does anybody else want to talk about their new abilities or anything like that? If you don't, it's totally fine. Eh. I'll hint at mine. Yeah, sure. Hint at it. Okay. <laughs> Avada Kedavra. <laughs> Why can you just wizard. kill people? What are you talking about? I'm just, I just, just like a hint. He's just making Harry Potter noises. <laughs> hey, Aaron. Not references. I'm winking at Aaron. Okay. Don't kill me. Don't, don't, don't kill Wick. Don't piss me off. Well, don't kill Wick. Wick's fine. You're in trouble. Oh, that's fine. Go ahead. Just don't kill Wick. As long as Wick lives on. All right, here. I'm going to spoil it. John Wick. Ghosty's power is he made a real-life clone of Clint that is going to come after Aaron. Yeah, oh, no, that does no. sound pretty terrifying. That like something I would do as well. Yeah, why <laughs> would you do that? Why did you develop the technology to do that? For this That's kind of disgusting. reaction, yeah. mostly. <laughs> Not to help the world, it's just for this situation. <laughs> Content. Content. <laughs> All right, so I also asked you all for one more thing, which is I wanted you to create something in Lucent City. Ah. Let's start with Aaron. What did you create? So I, I made a um, an NPC. Mm. He's called Angus Hammerhead. He's an older Agathon. Speaks with a posh accent. He has a dislike for modern-day clothing. He wears stuff that you'd see from the early 1900s. He's recently learned to use death magic, but he is terrible at it. He won't admit that very easily, though. Uh, he's the leader of the Historian Guild, and he's taken interest in an ancient aqueduct. Cool. Cool stuff. Aaron, I'm unfamiliar, and you're really good at British accents. What is, what is posh? I don't know. Like, watch Harry Potter. <laughs> okay. Just watch that, and then you'll pick it up. <laughs> I, I was thinking like Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> <laughs> My dear says, yeah, it's that really He's like Tim Curry high class. Anything. Yeah, no, I was yeah, just thinking if Aaron like, would do it. <laughs> well, no, give no, me a, give me a line, give me a line, and I'll do it. I, I seem to have been overcome by unsurmountable sadness. I seem to have been overcome by unsurmountable sadness. That just sounds like you. Yeah, that, that just sounds, sounds. Yeah, that sounds not good like... of voice. Well, there you go. I have or, a posh or accent. Or you're just naturally posh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
And you never knew it until this moment. It's Give me true. some money, Aaron. <laughs> no, that's where it ends. That's all it is. I have the voice, not the finances. I have the voice and not the money. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ghosty, what did you make? What you got for us? So, within Lucent City exists the Lucent Loose End Sky Bridge. It's a rotating sky bridge affixed to the tallest building in downtown, but affixed in a way that lets the bridge swivel. Always attached at the one end to this tallest building towards the different buildings adjacent uh, its northern side. And the bridge is massive. It can dock the three other buildings nearby, and it even includes a business lounge, where the most luxurious cafe and bar items are offered to whichever distinguished business is being held between the currently connected building. The sides and top of the bridge are made of a material so clear that its whole length serves as one of the best views of the whole city. Sounds fucking terrifying. <laughs> just like that. You're just standing in midair on a giant bridge while it fucking moves you around. Sides and top, right? Not like the bottom. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Hey, if you want, the bottom can also be made of that like translucent material. I'm down for that. I just thought yeah. it would be fucking terrifying somehow. <laughs> because, or is it? China, somewhere, they've got, like, a completely clear bottom bridge that spans, like, the an, an entire mountain range. Wow. You know what? Uh, I no want to go you. there. Uh, uh, uh. Let's just say it. Yeah, the whole thing is translucent. That sounds awesome. I think I remember one where there was, like, a restaurant or something in, like, this kind of diamond-shaped, like, entirely glass building that's, like, hanging underneath the bridge or something. And somebody was like, I would never go there. And I'm like, that would be such a cool way to die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, Kevin, what have you come up with? Okay, so my thing is there is a crab lad that broke from the hive mind and now lives somewhere in Lucent City as a kind of like an arms dealer. Like he manufactures a lot of their really high tech stuff and gives it out to agencies. That kind of work for the employers, I guess. Uh, just like a lot of kind of black ops operations, if you know what I mean. May I ask a question of the Kevin? Is it a crab lad or a crab lady? I mean... <laughs> Don't kill the potential for the, the heterosexual crab love interest that I need in this. I never really assigned them gender. They just crab things. We need a forced heterosexual love interest. Yeah, there aren't enough of them these Otherwise, days. Otherwise, movie isn't going to get Just put a ribbon on it. <laughs> we need the producer funds. No. Okay, Cassie, what do you got for us? It's a cash crab. <laughs> there is a small public park area. Not like a playground kind of park, but just a little green space and trees and benches. And in it, there is a big rock that's jutting out from the ground. And no one really knows how big the rock is. Because when they were like leveling the area to make the park, they're like, oh, there's this big rock. We're clearing out all the rocks and junk. So, okay, we're going to get this rock out. But they kept going and going and they never found the bottom of it. So they just left it. 
And so now in the center of this park, there's just this big, unknowable rock in the middle of this like little park. That's fun. That's cool. I like it. Rock Park. That was like when we were trying to build our house. Oh. That's what happened. There's this big rock, and we just kept digging and couldn't find the bottom. So we're like, okay, it's in the yard now. (laughs) (laughs) It's still there? Yeah. I didn't know that. No one one ever told me. I think we probably covered it back up. (laughs) Oh, okay. No one ever told me. In the park, it sticks out. It's this just big rock in the middle of the park that no one knows how big it is or how far down it goes. It's like tip of the iceberg. It's just one of those things that, like, when people look at it, they know, yeah, that's going to outlive my entire lineage. That kind of thing, <laughs> right? Yeah. All right, that's time. What you got? There's this little fan club for Atlas that Robert sometimes goes to, but he doesn't really, like, jive with everyone else there because you're more like, oh, Atlas, he's so cool. Oh, he's so handsome. Oh, it's more and more like, Online fans. Like stands? Yeah, stands, I guess. <laughs> Whereas Robert is like, but but the thing you need to know about Atlas is you need to know his way of life. He's generous. You need to try to apply that to yourself. But now, you know, that he's had Atlas's blessing. He's looking forward to eventually going there to brag a little. <laughs> Can there be those, uh, I think they call them fan cams, where they have like, Videos of whoever, yes. and they put the yes. <laughs> Atlas fan cam. <laughs> where you just see him wandering in the middle of nowhere in slow motion. <laughs> It'd basically be like Jesus fan cams. It'd be very strange. It does sound like something Atlas would be caught doing, just wandering, just, like, just on a walkabout, like help. between places. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Just helping someone misfortunate. Yeah, just a roaming god. Just reaching down to pick up a baby in the desert and then kiss it and put it back down and then continue on or whatever. Yeah, with just a bunch of filters on it. Yeah. Just sparkles. Sepia. Sepia for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and like fucking uh, bad guy by Billy Eilish. but. <laughs> <laughs> He just found a great mock-up outro or something. <laughs> you ever go visual? Oh, for sure. All right, one last thing before we begin proper. Have any of you done anything, like your characters, not you as people, I don't really care about that. Have any of you done anything in the three days in between the descent into Agatha and tax day that you want to play out? No. Well, I, I, Wick did go shopping for his his new upgrade item thing. That could be something right. he did. Do you have any idea where he would go? Morbs, I think. <laughs> Morbs? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, so they, they do sell life force related items, so that makes mm. sense. Yeah. So he could have bought it from there. All right. So let's play that out. You're showing up at Morbs. <laughs> yeah. It's like intentionally dark it's sort of like hot topic basically a hot topic in the early 2000s where it's it's trying to look scary and dangerous on purpose okay yeah yeah so it's dimly lit Mm. and the lights that are there are sort of like colored and 
There are t-shirts for various bands that maybe deal in quote-unquote dark arts. And there's a bunch of life force vials around, which is something you will be able to use in the future if you want to refill your life force. But it is like a moral issue because that is somebody's life force and you do not know how they got it. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So would your character want to use it? No. Very unlikely, but I know one character that would have no issue using it. But that one doesn't really need it anyways. But yeah, you arrive at Morbs, you're looking around, and you're looking through a small box. So Wick definitely seems like the type to wear like little pins both on his jacket and on his bags and stuff. Yeah, he's already got three. He's got one that's a pickaxe, another one that's a skull, and I think there's a third one that's just like plain color, just yellow, I think. Oh, yeah. can, the, can the pickaxe be functional? I, it be functional? Just the little one? Just yeah, yeah, I think that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, love to, I'd love to picture Wick, just, I don't know, he, does, he needs a pickaxe real bad, doesn't have anything else, and he just, good thing I've got my... Pickaxe pin. <laughs> I'm fine with it being functional as much yes! as a little. Yes. Look, I just got you a free item, free magic item. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. How is it magic? It's just a pickaxe with small. It's gotta be magic if it's a small pickaxe. <laughs> gotta be magic. <laughs> People are incapable of making small things without magic. We all know that. That's true. That's entirely true. Yeah, so you're looking through, like, these pins. Yeah. And uh, you see one that has a really cool fire on it. It's a skull on fire. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, and it looks sick, and it says... It says... Light me up on it. It says light me up. Now you grab that pin, and you walk up to the cashier. What do you say? I say, how much does this cost? Oh, that one. Mm. <laughs> I mean, um, what's it worth to you? That's really difficult to answer. I have no idea how much stuff is valued in this world. <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> That's a bit weird since you live here, but okay, fine, whatever. Um. That's something that I wanted to talk about before we started the session. So we talk about pay for the missions, but we don't actually yeah. have a running tally of how much money we have or what things yeah, cost. Yeah, money is made up, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I would say probably like a pin is probably like something we can afford even with debt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, you can afford the pin. It's it's not very expensive. But this guy just wants to know what you value it at, and what do you think this pin is and what it does. He, he's just oh. trying to. Okay. Is really. it is it uh, is it like a plastic thing or is it metal? It's metal. Yeah. Okay. Um, real metal, bro. It's real metal. Wow. Yeah. It lights you up. It is a skull on fire. That's pretty much. Mm. Yeah. When you hold it, it feels mm. hot. What kind of skull is it? Are we like, is it a rodent skull or like a crocodile skull? It's some sort of lizard skull. I'm going to say it's like a frilled lizard skull. Awesome. Yeah. 
I'll give you six chips for it. Six chips. Is Beam with me? Because I wouldn't leave him at the apartment. Uh, six chips. <laughs> that is a lot of money. I think you should take this deal. Hmm, that's uh... You're a strong negotiator. I suppose I'll give it to you, but... You'll owe me. What will I owe you? And he just vanishes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah, I don't even work here. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> I... <laughs> I want, like, a full playthrough of that guy in our party. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Like, the goth shopkeep guy. He only shows up when you need something, and you will always owe him a favor, and he will immediately disappear after. Yeah, he never cashes in on the favor, he just collects them. Makes it worse. Yeah. It's actually death. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. If you had a slightly higher notice, you'd notice that he's just kind of around the corner looking at you. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> In anticipation, just kind of like waiting to see. To, like, <laughs> you leave so he can go back to the counter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> waiting for the reaction. Yeah, like, just, like, who are they going to think of mysterious? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Awesome. No. So, <laughs> I did think of something. Wick has inspired Clint. Uh huh. Just what, like, in general, what are the various type names of the currencies that there are? In uh, there's chips. It's just chips. Yep. Chips. Well, can we chips. call, like, a lot of chips a bag of chips? <laughs> you can, yeah. Okay. Can we call, like, several bags of chips palette of. Chip bags. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, and then I'd really like to call. It's not really a nickname. It just is what it is. <laughs> really like to if we could call two and a half pallets of chip bags, like a chip factory. It's not a physical currency, so this is just <laughs> fucking. It's yeah. like the the but American the measure system. Yeah. Yes, the measure the, the measurement system exactly. It's like huh? Okay. So. <clears throat> In the store, you said Morbs, right? Yeah. Morbs what? Like That was, that was it. Just Morbs? Is this slogan, it's, it's Morbin yeah. time? Yeah. No. It sure is. Not unrelated. It's I think Kevin made it, right? So <laughs> He did, yeah. But it, it, it belongs to me now. Much, much like all of your lives do. You mentioned, though, that there are sources of life or something in vials? Or what was yes. that? I caught... What can you do with that? So you can refuel your life force with it. Clint would be going there as well. He like just happenstance it, I feel like, right as Wick is walking out. That'd be cool, right? Is that all right? Hello, Clint. Oh. Hi. Um, little robot. That's me. Bean. Hi, Bean. Bean. <laughs> oh. I missed you, Bean. I missed me too. <laughs> oh, that's okay, bud. All right. Why does it smell like lizard in here? Oh. Hey, Wick. You just seeing yourself out? Good. And 
pat him on the back as I walk in. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> oh, that's a really cool looking pin you've got there. The little pickaxe. Great. <laughs> so maybe you do have some kind of sense of style. <laughs> and uh, Clint would like to take a mental damage from that, actually. <laughs> mental stress. Pre-mission <laughs> right. well, like, mental damage. I feel like Wick should be the ultimate kryptonite of Clint, because his build is anti-Clint. So, yeah, 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 I, yeah, I think so they're how, kind of each other's kryptonite. How do I take this mental stress? What happens again? I Remind us. Uh, so you just add it to your mental stress. Just take one. Yeah, I've got one now. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Aaron. Nothing more happens. I compliment you, and then you burn me. All right. It's not personal. It's, it's the characters. It's just business. I, I think maybe it would be safe to assume even that I'll have Clint will walk in. Let's say that he mm. knows he knows he doesn't have to like touch anything to grab it and yeah. take it to the counter. He's got an order placed. Yeah. For some life. Yeah. We'll say it's a special order. Only, like, the finest life that <laughs> Morbs has to offer. <laughs> no one can ever accuse Clint of not having life. Uh, okay. So he goes so, to the, the front? Yeah. I think I go, Oh, Mr. Arn. Wonderful to see you. And as it is wonderful to see you as well, I am running a bit behind time. Nah. Uh -huh. so, I am here for the goods. No, of course. Yep. I believe you received my four factories of payment. Of course. <laughs> and he, he hands you a full refill Life Force vial. You can just put that in your inventory. Okay, well, what does it do? <laughs> it just refills your whole life force. Hey, I like it. No. Full refill. Should we call it like Phoenix Down or what? You call it whatever you want as long as you remember what it does. Yeah, should be self-explanatory. And thank you. And it's just walking out. Maybe for a corporate guy, it could be called a buyout. Corporate buyout, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So as you turn and walk away, he vanishes, and mm -hmm. uh, he's sad you didn't see it. He's sad <laughs> that I didn't see the vanish, but then I have yeah. a question for you, friendly DM. As I'm walking yeah. out, and he vanishes, is he back behind the thing again? Like, looking he, at he me? He was behind the counter when you talked to him, yeah. Is he, like, behind the, like, creepy looking around the corner? Yes. Of the yeah. Yes. Okay, so I, see, I know that he's there looking at me, right? Yes. I turn and give him a wink. <laughs> he does like a little... Like a little... Okay. Uh, <laughs> a little happy, like, finger dance? <laughs> yeah, a little happy finger dance. And he goes, Good. Alright. And that'll be all for my business. Yeah. Alright. Cool. It is now three days later. Last time we left the dutiful employer... Excuse me. Intern employer... Clint Earn, he had just woken up on his favorite day of the year, tax day, and found himself interrupted in the middle of a zip meeting with his fellow interns by a knock at the door. 
Especially strange as no one except his fellow employers know where he lives. And in fact, it's the first time anyone's knocked at the door. Clint, what do you do? Is this a thing that people do? Pardon me. I think someone's lost. And Clint will get up from the zip meeting. I think, I think there's a failsafe here. I think that Clint mm-hmm. has a way to check with a little high-tech camera device or some sort mm-hmm. of sensory device to see who's at the door, just in the eventuality that this would ever happen, not that it happens. So okay. he's going to check that. Maybe it'll be on a wall. Okay. Simon, let him know what he sees through his camera. <laughs> you just see the top of the glass dome with a glowing ball tied around it. You can maybe make out... Maybe? Is that a tomato? In in the glass? Is that a Robert? It's HD. It's 50,000K HD. If it's you, it, it he is, knows that it's you. But it's at the very, it's at the very edge of the, the... Like, the area that the camera is recording. So. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's Robert. So you just see one juicy ball. Hanging in a glass. <laughs> the, there's the glowing balls from the last mission, the toy balls. Oh. Uh, he has a few tied around him. You're talking about your tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Clint so is unamused and goes back to his zip meeting. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Pardon me. <clears throat> so what were we saying? Uh, the guy's still gone. They're just sitting there waiting for your... um. We had to have been chatting very, like, fervently about tax day. We had to have been. I'd love to have a bit of fervent tax day talk. Okay, you want to talk about tax day? Yeah. Roberts at Knox again, and this time uh, more and louder. More and louder. <laughs> more often and so, louder. Before it was just like... So I'm, I'm very excited about all the money I'm going to get today. How about you guys? Oh, I have no question. No question at all. Yes, the money... Ah, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the other people losing the money. <laughs> I like that part too. I like it the most when they don't have a lot to give. <laughs> and then we still get it from the people that they know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. That's the good stuff. Yeah, it's good, be- yeah. It's good being us on top. <laughs> I want to be higher up, though. Do you ever feel like you? You want to be higher up? No, that's not a feeling that I have. I feel like I am adequately placed. And Robert knocks again. Oh. Keeps knocking. Mm-hmm. Some It's kind of annoying. Something defective is happening outside what's of that, my room. What's that clangy metal noise? I don't I'm understand. Gonna, I've never know, heard this I'll get someone before. to fix it, but for now, I'll be right back. Oh, okay. All right. And this time, Clint is going to put the little... Like blockage thing over the webcam for the zip uh-huh. and mute is he gonna mute it zip. as well or keep it going he's gonna mute zip as well and he's gonna go mm. he's gonna go over to the side of his bedside i think and there's a little voice activated central hud there mm-hmm. maybe it's a hologram probably is he'll sure. say sorry and that's not he's not apologizing it's just we can't say siri he's gonna say sorry <clears throat> Enable defense turrets outside of apartment. <laughs> so, outside the apartment, nothing happens. 
Sorry? <laughs> yes. Robert keeps knocking. <laughs> what about the defense turrets? I'm sure that I had those installed. I'm sure that I told you to install those. I was told not to do that. By whom? Sorry. Confidential. Uh, okay. <clears throat> and uh, Clint will walk over to the door. Hooray. We'll open it. Robert knocks again. <laughs> he opens it like mid-knock, and I think Clint wants to just catch the robot's hand. Alright, roll. I like it. Roll a athletics. Fight. Oh. <laughs> I think I got really low thing because I don't. Oh, ah, I got a three. The three total? Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to do it. You don't it's catch just it. Knocking. Okay. <laughs> what happens then? Yeah, but you have to already know where his hand's going to be. <laughs> I have a visual of him. <laughs> <laughs> and you think you can translate that like directly? Uh, all right. So I what do I just smack him in the face by accident? <laughs> no, he's knocking. He smacks you in the chest. I think. Yeah. Right in the knee. Like, hi. <laughs> oh, hi, Clint. Are you ready for the big mission? Tack. You're excited about. Today too, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think we've got another mission. You know, I was talking about that dumb god guy, Atlas. And you know, I I just I didn't take you for a true believer. Yeah, did you notice the new the new tomato the balls? Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's the, why the, is the pink, it pink tomato. and shiny? Because <laughs> I got Atlas's blessing. And Robert I... just wiggles his eyebrows <laughs> on the screen. Okay. Oh, thanks for clarifying that. <laughs> oh, interesting. But so wait, what do you do? But wait. Normally, people aren't really that interested in tax day. I'm. May I come I in to talk about tax day? I'm in a meeting right now, and you are inconveniencing me if it's not. Tax day conversation. Oh, we can talk tax day because I mean that's part of the mission. Okay. Probably. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you you're allowed to enter. Wait, I'd like to roll deceive because I want to like <laughs> I want to go back and be like, sorry, deactivate self defense system. <laughs> <laughs> I did right, roll, roll a, yeah. a total of a six. Simon, you roll a notice to. Notice. Let's see if you know he's lying or not. No, don't. don't. Uh, a five. <laughs> a five. You do not know that he's lying, no. Yeah. All right. Cool. So Robert just looks around. It should be nervously. safe for you to, to enter now. He, he steps a bit careful, but he still goes in, and oh, you can see you like you need not tread light, Robert. You're welcome here. Just while I'm around. Okay. When you walk into Clint's apartment, you see there's like almost nothing here. It's really sparse and weird. It's a weird place to be. Nice, nice curtains, big bed. Untouched. And now that Robert has fully walked in, you see it's 
East just got multiple of the toy balls tied to him. He looks very ridiculous. That is how he looks. Festive. I was going to yeah. make a Christmas tree joke earlier, too. That's Christmas. Okay. No, it's tax day. All right. Yeah, look. Rob, why don't you sit? Because uh, there's no like no other chairs. There's just the one very comfortable. Robert just sits on the floor. No, I'll, don't sit on the floor. Just stand. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can stand. <laughs> By the window. You can have a nice view. And I'm going to go back into my call now. Do not say anything and don't step into view. Thank you. <laughs> okay, sure. Okay. And goes back to the Zoom. Goes... Okay. With his little camera, so it's back on and unmutes. Who's that? Who's that robot guy? <laughs> the robot is not a concern. I think in the future you will uh, all be having one of these guys. Okay, so <laughs> Clint, yeah, you're a bit distracted, but suddenly you feel an extra pair of eyes behind you. And on your camera, you spot, suddenly out of nowhere, Crab Lad appears. <laughs> so, somewhat, uh, like, <clears throat> held together, snaps closed the camera, mutes again. He doesn't have time to wonder about how they knew that there was a robot. And he looks straight at the thing looking at him. <laughs> Okay, and what does he see, Kevin? <laughs> My crab lad, Mac, uh, completely covered in like, rave stuff, where he's got, like, shutter shades for the cockpit. He's got little uh, punk spikes, but they're made of the mech material, and he's got little uh, glowy rings just randomly placed around on his legs. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> If I may, to describe it, how my, like, my initial take of this, it took me straight back to that in-space, like, retro-futuristic sci-fi episode of Tom and Jerry, where there's, like, little little critters that, like, the mouse can ride around and oh, it's yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. style, but yeah. Crab Lad's mech. I think that's already a Tron parody. It's very Tron-esque. I don't know what Tron is. Tron? The movie Tron? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Crab Lad okay, himself is there, right? Yes, he's there. I'm just stuck to your wall like a spider. I think, I think you guys will see Clint's, like, reserve of patience start to wear a little bit thin. Hi! What Crab Lad are you? <laughs> Same iteration. Which same is... one that we were, same one from before. Are you? Yeah. I never really know for sure. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing here? You ready for tax day? <laughs> Clint's gonna like do that kind of thing where he like <laughs> looks around to see if he's being punked because that <laughs> happens in Lucent City as well. It is probably it's got to be like one of the most popular television shows, right? Is it still a usual amount of cameras? A-hole punkers. <laughs> How did you get into here, Crab Lad? Mm, I 
that's my secret. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I snuck in behind Rob. <laughs> Rob, did you bring him? Not to my knowledge, but yeah. I'm glad we're all reuniting. <laughs> Speaking of, I wonder, are Meredith and Wick also going to show up? No, this broom has a capacity okay. of one. I'm already breaking protocol. <laughs> so, suddenly, coincidentally, you hear arguing coming from outside the door. What do they hear, Wick and Meredith? So, you could easily hear Wick shouting, No, you go in first! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the door is locked, <clears throat> and... Don't worry, I got it. And it's locked, it's locked, it's touched, it's fingerprint, fingerprint locked. Can't, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I had the thought of, let me borrow this. Meredith is also just like, I'm not knocking, you knock. Crafled grabs Clint by the arm and just drags him across the floor to the door. <laughs> I will, I would contest that. I know. So... You still have your little camera up on your screen. It's g covered. No one can see what's happening. No, not that camera. You have, like, your camera up to the oh, outside. Oh, like the doorbell yeah. camera. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that screen. Yeah, so looking out, you see <laughs> Wick and Meredith just, like, frantically pushing each other towards the door. <laughs> like, standing in front and just, no you, no you, that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very much. Unfazed, checked out, and I think uh, in denial, mostly. Clint is going to go over and... How heavy is a crab lad in a mech? That is a good Very? question. Have you ever discussed it's this? It's really heavy, honestly. Huh. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. It's like a liquid metal, so it's hard. It's like... It's like density yeah, it's and mass is hard to quantify. Super dense. Okay, so he kind of goes over... Like behind Crab Lad and kind of does the like, come on, no. come, come on, like you do to a dog, like when you want it to go through your two hands, like pushing the air behind it, trying to scoop it forward into a desirable location, and just like uh, forward now, come on, Crab Lad, over by the other robot thing, uh, by the window. Do you move? I'm not a thing. I'm a Nita I guess I will just go walk over to <laughs> Robert. Okay. Hi, Crablad. Okay, great. Uh, Clint is going to sit back down at the desk. Not unmute this time, but he is going to just check. He's just going to check real real quick. Also, should clarify, like, I say desk, right? This is just in the very center of the room, placed at such a weird-seeming angle. Like, all you have in this whole place is, I think previously we did say there is a bed, but totally unused, mm -hmm. right? If never touched, yeah. probably still factory sealed. And then there's, like, the <laughs> curtains... With the, maybe it was it a little hook or something. And yeah, yeah. I say desk, but it's just as if an elementary school desk were made Clint sized. <laughs> That's it. Ghosty, can you, can you remind me how Clint sleeps? Because I remember being very freaked out by it. It's the a very specific like, thing, right? He hangs upside down, <laughs> bat like, and he peeks out from behind the curtain half of his body so that he's able to with one eye keep an eye on the city and the other eye into the room 
Oh my god. And his eyes don't close. <laughs> sleep is really confused. Like, sleep? Question mark? Got a smile, too. Just a smirk. Okay. Anyway, yeah, he's so just Ma- checking Meredith the thing. And Wick. Nah, he's, he doesn't care about that. The I guess I knock on the door in, in such a way that I'm being a gentleman and allowing Meredith to enter first. Oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I always pictured Wick as a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> Not once. <laughs> so, how are you knocking on the door? I'm like literally pounding on the door with my bare hands in in absolute rage that I have to be there. <laughs> Do you use both hands and does it slowly turn into like a little drumming solo because you get bored that he's not opening? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. I'm just repeatedly pounding on the door. <laughs> Meredith, get in there now! <laughs> the door's not open yet! <laughs> just leave the door yet! I don't care. Just go in. <laughs> Wick by Wick's logic. He like to open to get to gain access to a pickle in a pickle jar. He just tries to open the pickle jar and then like hands it to someone. It's like, why don't you take one already? <laughs> Clint just wants to know what if like the person that they're waiting for is back. Their boss, right? Like an employer. Where is no, he's gone still? They're still gone. Yep, extremely gone. He's gonna like maximize full screen the window of the boss. So that mm-hmm. he can see more clearly when uh, the boss is back. Okay, cool. This isn't a thing he can leave, right? He, he needs to be here for this. He this, can leave if he wants this, to. This meeting. He can leave if he wants to. Multiple people really, have already left. really wants to be there. People have left? Yeah, they for left. For what? For why? What? Tax why would day. What was, do, did we, was there a reason why we were called into the meeting? Because I don't remember. It was just a general meeting. Just a morning meeting that you have every general day. General morning meeting. Okay. Does, can Clint roll like a, something to figure out if the boss might just not even come back? You can do an investigate. I would like it to investigate, yeah. When he's checking the screen and whatnot. Okay, I rolled a three with no bonuses. Okay, so the screen's just frozen. Frozen? The frozen, lab, yeah. The, the device isn't working? It's like there, there are clear things there that you saw were moving before, like a fan in the background uh-huh. and stuff like that that you could see were moving that are now just stuck in the same position they have been since he left. Right, okay. Yeah, Clint's going to exit out of the zip call. All right. And... Mm-hmm. Turn off the device and go to the door. (laughs) You open the door. Yes. Happy tax day and gesture them in. Yeah, totally. I'm so thrilled to be here of all places. (laughs) I'm not thrilled to have you here. No, one of us was lying. Come on in. Okay, what does Wick look like when he uh, enters the door? So Wick is wearing this this blue hoodie that's got t-shirt sleeves instead of like sweater sleeves. He's also wearing like red running trousers that kind of cut off at the ankle. He also has 
this squarish holster that he can put Beam into because he doesn't trust Beam and he'd rather not leave him at his apartment. Wait, does he have like like a baby Bjorn for Beam? <laughs> that's essentially what it is, but he wouldn't he wouldn't agree yes. to it. He wouldn't say that's what it I is. Love it. <laughs> he specifically refers to it as a holster, as in yeah. a gun holster. When Beam is in there, he's just strobing constantly. <laughs> Constant strobe light. Yeah. So Wick doesn't really understand what a rave is, so he will basically just break clothing. Mm. He thinks that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> but for him, that's what it is, because he wouldn't wear such horrible brightness on any normal day. Nah, he's already a teenager, so he's like yeah. halfway there to begin with. Yeah, that's the only box he can check. He he's has a teenager. the best rave add-on that he possibly could in game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, everywhere he goes, it's racist. Like, nobody would even be able to see his outfit, to be honest. He's <laughs> <laughs> being blinded. People wouldn't recognize Wick after. They would just be like, wait, that was you carrying Dave? Uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, describe what Meredith looks like coming inside. She's like ready to go. She's got all sorts of crappy plastic beads ready to trade. Lots of glow sticks. She even wore her funky colored goggles instead of her normal ones. And she also has a like a blinking pacifier on a lanyard around her neck. Excellent. She's like, blur baby, let's fucking go. <laughs> She knows what's up. She knows what's up. She doesn't like being here, <laughs> but she's all right. Let's get to where we're going. I'm ready for that. Robert notices Wick and is wow, Wick. That is a wonderful outfit. I didn't really know how to dress up, but I feel like we're we're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> and Clint doesn't know what the hell anyone is talking about. Does he? Did I forget something, or is this all just no, a, you a ploy? No Great, okay. I think it, Clint's not caring what they're saying, because he doesn't hear the key words, like the filtered mm. words of money, taxes, <laughs> debt, and like subservience or whatever kind of words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beam is just, he's hanging in this fucking little baby Bjorn. And he's got his arms reached out towards visual. Clint. It's perfect. Uh -huh. he's got his arms reached out towards Clint, and he's uh -huh. like, "Whoa, Tamal Boston!" Bleed. It's always so great to see you. Hi, and Clint's with just like one wide and large, long, lengthy fingered hand going to like. Hesitantly <laughs> attempt to touch the little robot's two fingies that are outstretched so that he has something to grab onto. Teething? He doesn't know. <laughs> He's teething with his hands. Clint's unsure. <laughs> okay. What is going on? Why are you all here? So, as you say that, you hear from your screen. Oh, excellent, Clint. I see they've already arrived. How do people keep seeing through the blindy thing? Does it not function? <laughs> <laughs> and when you look back at the screen, yeah. 
you see that your screen has entirely been taken over by what seems like a private call, not on Zip, not uh. on any program, just like a uh, basic Windows window, but whatever they use here. Okay. Private call from Dimpleton directly, and you see his huge smarmy face, perfectly lit, filling the screen. Uh, of course, he's got one of those damn, like, light things that you get if you're on stream a lot. Yeah, he's got a ring light. <laughs> yeah. Clint feels extremely self-conscious because he doesn't have a ring light, and the lighting in his room really works best only at a certain time of day. It's not that time of day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he says, I've got a very important mission for you all. As I'm sure you're all aware, the great Tax Day Rave Festival is today. And we need some extra hands on deck for various odd jobs. There have also been talks of a revolt of the people occurring, so we need you all to be on the lookout for suspicious behavior. This was, of course, in the brief you got this morning, so it's nothing new, right, Mr. Earn? Of course, <laughs> Dimpleton. It's always so great just to hear your voice. Bless my ears with orders, sir. Excellent. Mm -hmm. I was going to invoke company-mandated pecking order, but I don't think I need to. <laughs> He's already there. No. <laughs> He knows when he's lost a battle. <laughs> Excellent. Let's not dilly-dally then. We've got you tickets on the third-digit train in the left metacarpus, leading to the no-tech district. It should be in your inbox, crab lads, so if you just print those and hand them out to everyone, you can be on your way to the metacarpus station ASAP. I intentionally print out one for everybody except Clint. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Clint wouldn't really need one. Yeah. He'll just buy a hole. <laughs> and Clint, don't forget to change into the outfit we put in your closet. Wouldn't want to be too conspicuous now, would you? And he winks at you and hangs up. Ha! Okay. This is real cool. Sorry! Review emails from this morning no emails 